Hey, it's Aaron. And I'm Sarah. And this is 31 Nights of Scary Shit. Oh, hello. That was a really weird one. I don't a, know how I feel about that. I don't either. You changed <laughs> you changed it up and it caught me off guard. I was like, am I supposed to change up what I say? I, I don't know. No. No, I don't think I will. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I don't either. I don't know what's wrong with it me. It threw me, though. Sorry, friends. Sorry for throwing you, but we can bring it back to, oh, hello. That's where I'm comfortable. That's where, that's... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. She's like using her hair to create a wall between me and her now because I changed the opening. My hair creates a natural wall between (laughs) me and everyone. Have you seen how big and long it's gotten? It's like tentacles. It's like tentacles. Yes. It envelops people. um, Wow. Yeah. Horrifying. That's like the most recent episode. Oh yeah. American Horror Story. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Horrifying. Truly horrifying yeah. the ending of that episode. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. if you know, you know, friends. But anyway. Yeah, it was horrifying. But um I think this is I mean it's a ghost story, but it's 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 kind of sad. Oh no. So I don't think that this is this is not one that's gonna like give you nightmares. It's just it's a it's a run it's of the- sad and scary. Yeah, I mean I think if you experienced it you'd be scared, but hearing about it is probably not going to make you scared. It's just kind of a sad, interesting story, I guess. Yeah. So um this is a ghost story um in the Chicago area. Oh, okay. Yes. Um who doesn't love a ghostly hitchhiker? Oh no, oh no, no, no. Hitchhiking is terrifying to begin with. Well, one of my favorite stories is called The Hitchhiker, and it was originally a radio play, then it was a television play, and then I think it was a Twilight Zone episode. Um and I don't remember originally if it was supposed to be a man or a woman character. It doesn't matter. The story's the same regardless. But anyway, this person who's driving pitch, picks up a hitchhiker and it starts to become clear that the hitchhiker is dead and the person driving is actually dead as well because they have they died in a car accident. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite stories. Of course it is. Yeah. Highly recommend your children out there should read it. It's it's <laughs> it's totally chill. It's totally appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she would know. Yes. <laughs> Again, if you know, you know. Yeah. Um, this is a tale of a Chicago-based ghostly hitchhiker referred to as Resurrection Mary. Why does that sound familiar? It's a pretty popular one. Um, I think it was in Supernatural, in an episode of Supernatural. Probably, and, and Resurrection Mary has been an influence in a lot of things. Books, songs, you know. Um, it's a pretty popular... It's not as ominous as it sounds. Um, the hmm. thing about this ghost is she appears to be a wholly formed human being. So people like report, an actual person. Yeah. So people report having actually encounters with her in which she's sitting talking with them <gasps> in the flesh, only for her to then just disappear. So I don't know what's worse. No, I don't like. I don't that. know what's worse of like a, a slightly formed specter or like there was a human in front of you or you thought it was human and then it's gone. I don't. I don't know what's worse, but. I feel equally or pretty terrible. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty creepy. So, anyways, um, she appears to be flesh and bone until she just disappears without explanation. So it's pretty creepy in in that way. Um, Mary's widely accepted in the sh- in the Chicago ghost lore community. Um, it's kind of like oh yeah, you know, seeing her kind of thing. 
She's been an inspiration for many generations. She was the subject of a novel called Resurrection Mary, a ghost story. There was a song called The Ballad of Resurrection Mary. I don't know who sang that. I need to look into that. Um, and young Chicago rap artists have referenced her in their songs as Res Mary. Love that. Oh, oh, cool. Love that. Yeah. So for over 80 years, travelers along Archer Avenue have reported encounters with a woman in a white dress and dancing shoes. Dancing shoes? Dancing shoes. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. Don't you? You don't have dancing shoes? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have even a mental image of what they look like. Aaron is hysterically <laughs> laughing at me right now. Like I'm the preposterous one. <laughs> I'm just telling you what's reported. She's got dancing shoes all on. Right, all right. I mean, I don't know. Whatever dancing shoes means. Okay. Fancy shoes. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Anyway, she seems real until people realize she is not. As the story goes, many years ago, there were several young men who were out drinking and dancing when they met an aloof, but beautiful young woman with whom they danced with. They didn't seem to make a whole lot of headway in the romance department with her. At the end of the night, the girl asked for a ride home and got into the front seat with the driver and his friend. She asked the driver to head north along Archer Avenue and then just vanished from the car <gasps> as it approached the cemetery gates. Oh, I don't like that. Hence the name Resurrection Mary, as this is where she would vanish would be at the gates of the resurrection cemetery. So that's why she's called resurrection Mary. Oh, so dudes being dudes, they somehow had gotten the girl to give them her address. So they drove to the address, which was in Chicago's back of the yards neighborhood. That's what it's called. Only to be told the girl was in fact dead and had been <gasps> killed in an automobile accident sometime before. Whoa. Yeah. The same tale will be told time and time again. Young men would meet a, quote, moody young woman at the ballroom. Rude. I, I know. Fucking I know. Rude. I know. And dance with her and describe her as cold, both physically and emotionally. Oh, I know what that is. Uh -huh. Between the lines. Hmm. Sounds like these dudes were just bitter because they weren't getting anywhere. That's what. Fucking dicks. Yeah. She's a ghost. You can't get anywhere. I, too, have been described in this manner, and I am alive, sir. So. And I am alive, sir. Yes. The story was always the same. The woman would dance with the men, accept a ride home, and then give very vague directions along Archer Avenue, only to then disappear at the gates of Resurrection Cemetery. The most prominent story of an encounter with Mary happened in 1936. There was a man named Jerry Palouse who spent a, a lovely evening dancing with a beautiful woman at the Liberty Grove Hall and Ballroom. Uh, oh, actually, his name was... I have it spelled two different ways. It's either Palouse or Palace. I'm not entirely sure. So Jerry and his brother gave Mary a ride home. Again, she directed them up Archer Avenue. When they reached the gates of Resurrection Cemetery, the woman said she had to leave him and that he could not follow her. So she got out of the car this time and she walked to the gates and then disappeared. So Jerry and his brother just kind of stood there watching as she just vanished and were like, where'd she go? Um, Mary has also been seen on the road itself in the early hours of the morning. In the 1930s, people who had been out dancing and drinking would complain to police that a woman had tried to jump on the running boards of their cars as they were driving home. What the fuck? Like, could alcohol have played a factor yeah, here? I you mean, mean come on yeah, now. you get pulled That's... over for drinking. This yeah. is scary, though. Some drivers had a beautiful young woman open the car door and climb in, directing them to drive up Archer Avenue. That would Holy be scary. Shit. That would be terrifying. That'd be scary. She then, of course, disappeared. But again, yeah, have, you know, if you're drinking. I mean, if you drink enough, sometimes you do kind of yeah. hallucinate a little bit. Some claim to have actually seen Mary run through the gates and then disappear into the darkness. Sometimes people who are driving have seen a woman in a white dress walking along the road, only to vanish as if switched off by lights. 
this is also scary. In some cases, the woman has been struck as she darted in front of moving cars. That's scary, too. Then when the people get out to help, they see her bleeding, only for her to vanish before they can actually render first aid. Oh, my God. So who was Mary? Well, researchers think that this woman... Actually existed? They, they think that this woman heads for a particular grave in the 475-acre cemetery. Site number 9819, or section MM. It's a grave belonging to a young Polish woman named Mary Bergovi. Actually, they, her name was actually Marie, but I guess Marie and Mary could be... Marie could, is Mary yeah, in yeah, Polish. Yeah. yeah. According to records, she was killed in a car accident in 1934 on her way home from a dance at the O. Henry or the ballroom where she danced with Jerry. But this gets pretty murky that perhaps she was not actually at that place dancing. But anyway, the, this is a woman who has been thought to be connected to the apparition. According to the Chicago Tribune on March 11th, 1934, there was a girl named Marie Bergovi who was 21 years old who was killed in a car accident on... Uh, Looks like I omitted part of the address on a on some street and Wacker Drive. There were three other passengers: John Riker, who suffered a possible skull fracture; John Thole, who was the driver; and Virginia Rosansky. They received minor injuries, and they were described as being quote shaken up and scratched. Odd that the pass that a passenger is the only one killed. Hmm. Um, it is not confirmed one hundred percent that the specter of Mary is this woman, Marie Bergovi, but here's here's part more of the story. In the mid nineteen eighties, a close friend of Marie Bergovi learned that her deceased friend was thought to be connected to these strange encounters. So this woman was named Vern Rakowski, and she told the Southtown Economist on January twenty second, nineteen eighty four, that she and Marie wanted to go shopping, and had accepted a ride to the shopping district from two young men that Marie had met. Rakowski did not like these boys, who she remembers as being, quote, wild boys. Rakowski was like, we need to get out of this car, but Marie made a date for that night with the boys, not sure if just one of them or both. The girls left the car before they ever reached the shopping center, and Bergovi was annoyed at Rakowski for being rude and unfriendly, and Rakowski basically said to her, your taste in men sucks, I don't want anything to do with these dudes. She cautioned Marie about her plans to meet up with the boys later. Marie sounded a bit wild and rebellious. I like it, but too bad she had to die because of it. Um, Bergovi decided she was going to keep the date despite her friend's disapproval, and she went to her home on 4611 South Thornton Avenue to get ready for her date. Rakowski stayed home that Saturday night, but then in the morning was informed by her mother that Marie had been killed in a car accident. That's Oof. so sad. Yeah. This is awful. Bergovi's parents found out that Marie had been originally sitting in the back seat but was then persuaded by her girlfriend to switch seats with her in the front, since the other girl was not getting along with the guy who was driving. That's sad, too. Uh, I don't like that. Yeah. Marie was described as being a very agreeable and personable young lady. She willingly moved to the front seat, and when the car crashed, she was thrown through the passenger window. Horrifying. When the car struck an I-beam. Ooh, Ma I don't like that. Marie was buried three days later at the Resurrection Cemetery. So is this... Mary of the legend, it may not be. Bergovi was actually killed in downtown Chicago, so not in this section where this other Mary goes. And it's unlikely she was on her way home from a southwest side ballroom and was not on the road outside of the cemetery. According to this Stala... Oh, God, I, I didn't write this down right. Satala. Satala. According to the Satala funeral home records where Bergovi was buried, she was a, she was a young... 
factory worker who died in an ambulance on the way to Iroquois Hospital. So why has Bergovi been connected to this ghost tale despite having the wrong hair color and style, the wrong clothes, and dying in the wrong place? Well, I will tell you. A caretaker at the Resurrection Cemetery phoned the owner of the Satala Funeral Home and told him about a ghost that he had seen on the cemetery grounds. In his opinion, he believed it was Marie Bergovi. Vern Bertowski said Bergovi did love to dance, but she had short dark hair, not blonde hair described by uh, Resurrection Mary's escorts. John Satala, the undertaker, also recalled that Marie Bergovi was buried in an orchid-colored dress, not a white one. So I guess ghosts do not change clothes or cut or dye their hair. So um, so these two stories uh, actually got intertwined. You know, the story of the girl with the blonde hair and then this Marie Bergovi. But people just kind of accepted it as the same story. Some people think that Marie Bergovi sightings were actually happening way before this phantom hitchhiker was spotted. Hmm. Um, there were other Marys who, who died at around the same time who could be viable candidates for the Phantom Hitchhiker, but I decided not to go into those. I thought this was yeah. the most interesting story. How the hell would you prove the identity of the yeah. ghost anyway? Um, especially if the ghost isn't actually saying, hi, I'm so-and-so. Also, if they did, would you believe them? I, yeah. Right. Who knows? Exactly. Sad yeah. story, though, for, for Marie Bergovi. Um, but young ladies, let this be a lesson. Do not get into cars with wild boys. And if you do, you should be driving. <laughs> don't let them. Yeah. Don't let them drive. Definitely yeah. don't let them drive. But also, like mace, yeah, and knives, yeah. stab them. We know women were probably much more trusting back then because you know, yeah. right? Nothing. Well, but- there's women that are awfully yeah. trusting now. Yeah, too. I know, but I think there are way less of them, to yeah. be honest. Now I see some dude getting within a football field of my car. I'm like, get away from my car! I mean, you know, yeah. No, for real. I'm like, please leave. Yeah. I don't want you around. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have more of the story? No. Oh, I don't know why I thought there was more. I keep looking. I'm looking at her phone and there's like so many notes on there and I'm realizing it's because it's at the end of the page. Yeah, that was my story. Oh my God. Sorry. And I could have gone into into the other theories, but it just, it's one of those things like, yeah, we could go on and on and on about that, but we're not going to know. It's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? And then which story is the right story? You can't know. Yeah. It might just be two. It might just be two separate ghosts. Exactly. You know, exactly. You don't know. But that hitchhiker story, that tale is, is, is pretty common. There's yeah. one, in, there's one everywhere. There, yeah. there, there's a hitchhiker. There's a lady in a white dress. Well, yeah. Because they're, they wanted to discourage people from doing it at a certain point. So then, you yes. know, there's yes. lots of stories and who knows if it's real or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, friends, we need you to support us on the bias. Buy me a coffee campaign situation. We're getting very close to being able to afford like a interface for our um, mics so that we can actually do a dual mic situation and be heard properly and not sound like we're in a big empty space. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, follow us on the social medias. They're linked in the show notes. We're going to link some other things in the social media um, with like images and videos and stuff. Um, Send us an email at 31 nights of scary shit at gmail.com. We want to do another shithead stories episode. So please send those to us as be as detailed as you want. Um, if you don't want your name included, please put that in the email though. Yeah. Uh, it dawned on me. I'm not going to use your last name regardless, but um, if you don't want your name used, just, you know, put that in the email that, you know, you'd rather remain anonymous um, and uh, just make sure that you uh, stay spooky. Uh, bye.